Hi, I'm Not So Fast, and this is Wrecked. Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host, Crypto Chamber. Chamber, how are you? Doing pretty good, man. How, uh, how, how are you doing today? Uh, thank you for asking. Nobody ever asks how I am, except for you every, every, every once ten a month episodes. or so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing great. I am coming at you live from a Hampton Inn in uh, Grove City, Pennsylvania, where there is a fancy outlet mall, and that's about it. Uh, I'm not even sure they have cable here, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I'm surprised I'm online, but we are doing it live, and we are joined by friend of the podcast, Red. To 2018 Recti Award winner, not so fast, not so fast. How are you? I'm great, gentlemen. It's it's a pleasure and an honor and a distinct privilege to to have won that award and to be asked back for this. Is this a victory lap or is this just kind of a, an, a humiliation, kind of softening? Oh I no no or? no! I would say this is the beginning of a of a long tenured uh, spot on wrecked podcast. Right. Oh, I'll, I'm, and I'm, I like have that. a loving relationship. Yes, really. I like that. A loving, yeah. It's 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 got to be loving. There's 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 got to be plenty of love to soften the wreckness. Chamber is a gentle lover. So. I am quite gentle. <laughs> yes, he is. A lot of people and wouldn't 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 recognize that from looking at me, but quite a <laughs> gentle lover. So I mean, my first question here is: How is life? After the Recti Award, I mean, are people stopping you on the street to take pictures? Uh, are they, you know, asking for Auntie Elaine's autograph? How, how has life been? It's been great. So uh, I haven't actually been stopped on the street because I have uh, settled comfortably back into my basement dwelling routine. So uh, <laughs> I have been, you know, uh, I get the DMs every once in a while. And of course, anytime that uh, we all of us get to interact on Twitter, that's always in the back of my mind, and I'm sure in the back of the mind of other interlocutors as well. You know, the the, the eternal shame from my my aunt um, leaving this world before I could honor my debt to her. So. <laughs> well, when you put it that way, it sounds much sadder. <laughs> I've, I've, I've thought about it a lot. And much, yeah. yeah, much. Got him speechless. Got him so speechless. Sad. With the sad portrayal of what happened. <laughs> when, uh, you know, someday this oh. podcast will be big enough and we will do a live Recti Awards and, you know, we'll roll out the red carpet and we will have the live Recti Awards in Auntie Lane's honor. Oh, good. Okay, so so there will be some redemption of memory there. I'm, I'm good with that. Exactly. The, the attention yeah. of, of doing it now. Um, because you know we, we can't really fund that type of stuff till altcoin markets sort of uh, right recover. <laughs> and by recover, I mean go twenty x from where they are right now. A hundred percent. Yes. No yeah. kidding. So dreams dreams are deferred at the moment. That's uh, that's amazing. All right. So Chamber, you got a little something uh, to talk to us about, do you not? Yeah, we were chatting uh, before the show, and we were talking about uh, like the uh, the Divi wallet. We had. Uh, 
we had Nick from Divi on a couple of weeks ago, and I was I I actually didn't know about this. Um, we knew about the like the one click masternode um, deal, but there's like a no click staking. So as you're you know if if you have if you have Divi in that wallet, or as you gain uh, like rewards from from uh, your masternode. Once you get to 10,000 Divi, which I think worked out to be like maybe 150 bucks worth of Divi or so, uh, you get to be eligible to win uh, one of 11 lottery block rewards. So once a week, they have what they call a super block is minted and approximately, uh, not approximately, in fact, 10 participants will win uh, 25,200 Divi and one lucky participant gets a reward of 252,000 Divi. Um, so just by, and it's, it, it, you're automatically staking as long as, uh, as long as you're not, you know, hooked into a masternode and it's sitting in your wallet. So as long as you have 10,000 of those, um, yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. I didn't, I didn't realize that was the case. That's pretty cool. So check out our friends over at Divi. They're pretty dope. Um, but we are go. Oh, the other thing we have to get to, uh, not so fast. Sorry that you have to endure all of our housekeeping here. No, no, no. D- Divi's actually pretty cool. I'm like looking at their splash page right now as you guys are, are just sort of sorting everybody out. And I just, you know, wish that like Bitcoin stuff was this friendly looking and this cool and this right for it, people. You know, it's actually pretty dope. That's why I love altcoins. Yeah, and their their wallet was so easy to use. And I mean, uh, as Chamber was saying, like uh, we set up the masternode, and I don't know if you've ever set up a masternode, but I'm not usually smart enough for that type of thing. <laughs> and this was really easy. It was just literally click it and let it rip. Yeah, it's it's a masternode awesome. for the layman. You know what I mean? Like it's. Uh, so it's very really not a master node, more like a layman node. Yeah, <laughs> a layperson node. It's a layperson node. Yeah, in the building, but that's great though. Like, uh, it's stuff's got to be made easier in the um, in terms of UI and to compete. Like a lot of a lot of altcoins are doing that work, and nobody from like uh, Bitcoin or a lot of uh, bigger coins they're so used they're so interested in pushing like the moneyness and the uh, security of it. Like they're not interested in doing UI stuff, and that's what gets people. Mm-hmm. Totally. Well, it's right. funny you say that too, because uh, you know we we work with uh, you know we we were talking earlier about uh, like the Coin HQ stuff uh, that that we were kind of working on our end, mm-hmm. and you know we work with a bunch of different people on this, and you can really see like where some people's strengths and weaknesses are Mm -hmm. um and it kind of reminds me of that too right like you say like oh well you know these maybe the bitcoin people and ethereum people they're just so used to doing a certain way and you know people coming in from from different angles have different ideas so um yeah we've we've been noticing that ourselves is uh, once you have as opposed to kind of one group of people working on when you have people from kind of different backgrounds working together I i feel it works a little bit better yeah, different backgrounds able to collaborate on something. Exactly. That's, that's I'm sure that happens in like Bitcoin and stuff too, but there's still like a big block of ideology that right, you know, yeah, you like all have kind of that to have in common, or else exactly. you're not really allowed to be involved. You know, right? <laughs> exactly. Like I think you're getting a lot of like you know, obviously you know, and rightfully so, old school Bitcoin people uh, that maybe aren't necessarily thinking out of the old Bitcoin box. <laughs> oh, the Bitcoin box, if you will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, you were bunch. You were mentioning we were uh, we got some a little bit of housekeeping to do here. So but go, go fun, for it, bro. Some fun housekeeping. Yeah. Because uh, we wanted to get uh, some more iTunes reviews. 
uh, because that helps us. We asked you know. and you delivered. You they did deliver. We got uh, nice. we got a we got a good showing of uh, of of new reviews. But what we were doing in order to entice people to leave reviews is give away some merch. Um, mm-hmm. So we actually drew two names uh, that gave us favorable five star reviews. Um, and they are, so the first one went out to, uh, have it here. First one went out to the Shrike. So that's at the underscore Shrike, S-H-R-I-K-E underscore. Um, and lots of underscores, lots of underscores on that one. Solid uh, Twitter th- account. Yeah. <laughs> so he actually, uh, we messaged him, uh, let him know he won. And he came back to us and said, uh, that he wanted a chamber and a bunchu t-shirt. So not just a wrecked podcast. So most people that buy stuff from, from our store usually just get the wrecked podcast stuff. Very ra- very seldomly do we get an individual shirt. Uh, so he, uh, a, a big fan of the show wants one of each. So uh, we're going we're gonna to see if we can hook him up with something there. The other winner in this draw was uh, Nick. Uh, Nick Bag uh, is, is, her ta- is her name on. Uh, but we all know her as Nick. Uh, that's at N-I-C uh, underscore nasty, N-A-S-T-E, or naste. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nick naste. <laughs> no, naste. So, uh, yeah, so both uh, both big supporters of the show. So we're we're happy to... Uh, you going to read one of these reviews? I, honestly, some of these reviews are fantastic. Yeah, um, I'd like to hear it. So this one's from uh, The Shrike. He goes on to say, he gives us a five-star review here. He says, two of the funniest dudes in crypto. Um, is he that's a doing, low bar. the right pod? Low <laughs> bar. <laughs> is he reviewing the right podcast? Oh, first yeah. of all. <laughs> uh, it says, it keeps me laughing even while my portfolio is taking a massive dump. Keep, it, keep up the awesome work, guys. So that was from The Shrike. Uh, here's, the, uh, here's another one here. This is from Nathan. Some other stuff after that um, that I can't necessarily read. Uh, his is uh, titled Riggedy Wrecked, five stars. Uh, goes on to say, I stumbled onto this podcast back in its early days, circa August, September 2018. Those were the early days. Uh, the banter between host Chamber and Bunshu is great, and the games they play with the guests are always creative and entertaining, i.e. shitcoin or weed strain. That was a classic. <laughs> oh. One of our, one of our, one, that was with Ken Bozak. That was that a good, one was the Ken Bozak. Yeah, that was a good oh, one. Oh, that sounds uh, hilarious. <laughs> they've got a great roster of guests and are one of the more entertaining and under the radar crypto podcasts out there. Uh, if uh, if you need any further evidence, they had John McAfee on their sixth episode. Oh. Res- respect. Definitely worth hitting the subscribe button. What a great, that's a great review there. That is a great review. Beautiful, uh, yeah. By the way, we will be having Mr. and Mrs. McAfee back on the show coming up in a couple weeks here, correct? Yes, we are. Oh, boy. That's very exciting stuff. Yeah. Any uh, questions you'd like us to ask uh, not so fast? To forward on to them? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think I'll step back and let everybody else sort <laughs> of uh, get in there. There, there. there has been like a few instances where I've been um, able to access the man himself uh, oh, really? here, here and there. And, you know, it's just always a, sh- a short and, and wondrous conversation. Like, <laughs> I, I just, you know, I, I, don't, I don't judge at all. I just 
talk to and be like, this is one of the craziest people Fascinating, on the, face of the planet it? right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm too I'm too small to issue a judgment and just bask in some fascination that I get to talk it, to him. It's fascinating is exactly the right. <laughs> it, it, it really is. Word. It really is. Yeah, but anyway, keep an eye out for that. Uh, send us any questions you'd like us to ask them. We'll we'll put a tweet out about that. And keep the reviews coming. We appreciate them. Make them funny, and we'll read them. Um, and we will keep doing that. Uh, we were talking a little bit before the show, um, and one of the things we like to talk about here is real life wrecked. Get wrecked. And um, not so fast. We <laughs> we you got caught in. A, in a Windows update trying to you know join us on today's show the the new Windows update and I made a comment about well not being caught through the window as in like having your neighbors spy on you uh, which led to you telling a, a, a good real life rec story uh, care to share yeah yeah sure so um, this is definitely a, a real life wrecked uh, I've got neighbors on either side one of them is awesome the other ones we we now have an uneasy truce uh, but Long First ago. of all, uh, let me stop you there. Yeah, Chamber, yeah. jot this down. Hashtag uneasy truce is the first hashtag for today's <laughs> show. Also, a, also, I feel like it'd be a great like alt rock band name. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, that's like t- 2002. Like a bit yeah. of screamo on yeah, that. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, uneasy truce. So, so un- uneasy truce with the not so fast neighbors is uh, this is this is going back quite a while ago when I was pretty new to the neighborhood and in the house and um it was actually a birthday party that i had in my own house for my own friends so i um kind of tapped out fairly early and this all i'm just telling it to you secondhand um but what had happened was the neighbors next door the bad ones the uneasy truce ones uh before the uneasy truce they were having a party as well and they we're, we were kind of like maybe having a sort of um, unspoken competition, but it leveled <laughs> up, I think, after I tapped out. And what happened was one of the people in the um, one of the guests partaking of the hot tub next door wanted to come in. So we walked through a bunch of mud and he couldn't figure out what house was the correct one. So we just invaded mine and he plopped down on a couch and sort of went into that um, la la land where you're not quite about to pass out but if someone leaves you alone for five minutes then you will <laughs> so there were people trying to get him off the couch and he was getting a little bit violent like drunkenly swanging on women and stuff and then Uh-oh. of course the neighbors seeking their guest invaded the home right after him and you know I'd barely exchanged like ten words with him before nobody none of my friends ever really had but they were in there they were all just in there like yelling at him and yelling at him and yelling at him and he was getting getting uppity and violent and everything and I'm not sure how long it took t- uh, to get him out of there but eventually he just kind of did realize he was in the wrong place and um, it was a, as though he had never uttered a violent word through the whole ordeal he just got up and left and uh, <laughs> I did just see like the mud tracks of bare feet in the house the next day oh. and uh, I thought they were mine honestly because I didn't remember shit so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is a, that's a good one it's so funny to bring that up because... The classic Ryan Rossillo move. <laughs> <laughs> that is a classic Ryan Rossillo move. Okay, I'm not aware of this Ryan 
Uh, so Ryan Rosillo is a ESPN personality, and he's big into college basketball and the NBA, and he has his own radio show. And I think about a year ago, maybe two years ago now, he was on – I forget which college campus he was on, but he was working there, and he went out, had a couple drinks, and he was staying at this, uh, I guess, like village kind of where you'd rent the house, and there's a whole bunch of identical-looking houses around, and he went oh. in the back door and it basically did the exact same thing he broke into somebody else's and slept was sleeping on the couch or walked into their room and they called the cops on him and he got arrested <laughs> oh goodness oh yes. poor guy yeah no cops were involved in this whole thing though they they maybe should have been like there was uh it just went on for quite a while. Of, uh, is my understanding. I mean, I don't really know. If, you know if, <laughs> even if it did truly happen, I don't really know because I was not, <laughs> I was not present or conscious at the moment. <laughs> so I actually had something very, very similar happen to me, uh, maybe like two years ago. Um, the, uh, the one of my neighbors uh, rents out the the house, and yeah. his I think it was his daughter that rented out the basement of his house, and you know she had lived there for like multiple years say three four five years something like that and i knew she was like we we would chit chat i'm not a big neighborly guy you know i want i want to know my neighbors enough to like for them to call the cops if i'm not home and they see somebody breaking in that's about the level of of neighborly i am you have to Um, witness just like hi how are you yeah i mean if they notice something (laughs) happening hopefully they'll call the cops is what i'm saying so you know, I knew this. You know, she was she was a university aged uh, young lady, and uh, you know, I'd know her to say hi, that kind of thing. But she, you know, never really, never really did much. Uh, didn't see her that much, and I knew she was moving out. She had mentioned she was moving out, um, and about maybe a couple of weeks before she actually moved out, I think she had she was going out with some friends, and um, you know, unbeknownst to me, I there's this there's this racket banging happening uh i have i have two entrances to my house the front and then i have uh the back the back door and the back door you kind of go down a set of stairs and it leads you into the mud room of our basement laundry room kind of thing yeah and uh it's maybe two in the morning i'm out cold and all of a sudden there's just like this boom 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 on the back door and my wife wakes me up and i mean i smoke you know we, we we know how much cannabis i consume on a daily basis so as one could imagine when i sleep i sleep pretty hard um and my wife's waking me up she's like somebody's banging on the back door and i'm like are you fucking kidding me right now like i don't i don't have time for this i don't know who's back there so anyways so i kind of scoot down my stairs and go to the go go into the laundry room and it's pitch black i can't see shit i don't want to turn on the light because they'll be able to see me and i won't be able to see them so i'm trying to keep everything dark yeah and as i open the door to the laundry room i see it's like two like you know 20 year old girls or you know (laughs) i'm like what (laughs) interesting turn of events (laughs) so i could see them banging on it and then i kind of you know i don't have my glasses on and i'm I, I make out that one of them is this neighbor. So I kind of open the door. And, I mean, you can just read their faces. They are obliterated, hammered. <laughs> and I'm looking at her. I'm like, hey. And I'm like, I don't even remember her name. So I'm like, just like, hey, um, I'm your neighbor. This is my, this is my house. Uh, you're, you're next door. She's like, you're in the wrong house. And, like, doesn't say anything. And, I mean, I'm a big dude. And she's like this, I don't know average size 20 year old we'll say 
and she barrels through me like <laughs> i wasn't there i'm like Amazing. are you i am not wait I, I do i have to use strength now um so i'm i'm now like okay i catch myself and these two girls are just like just non-stop coming into my house i mean i got i got i think at the time i had a like a fresh newborn baby and maybe a, a four and a half or five-year-old in the house i'm like i can't just let them in and like you know get them to calm down and then send them on their way i'm like they cannot come in the house yeah so i kind of you know left tackle uh you know offensive line myself up a little bit and like try to stop two people from going past me and i'm kind of just like slowly pushing them out the door and i'm like i i'm trying to explain to them like i don't want to be strong right now but i'm i'm i need you to go out the door uh and like they just weren't catching it and i slowly just you know gently as possible but with enough force to like start to move them back a little bit finally the door closed i, I came around the other side and kind of walked I, I i walked them back to their house but yeah it was I was unexpectedly taken aback by the amount of strength these two drunk girls had. Wow. Uh, well, where were they going? Like, they were just... They, uh, they thought it was their house. They thought they were just going to, you know, crash on the couch and, and, you know, wake up in the morning and go get some breakfast, is what I'm assuming. So, like, but, lie down and deal with this Yeah, they didn't expect later? Like. Right, exactly. And so, you know, they, it, it ended there. And I probably saw her another half a dozen times before she moved. Never said a word. <laughs> I never brought anything up. She never brought anything up. Like it never happened. And oh that's how yeah. I, yeah, that's how I like to leave things. Just like no sense in making it more awkward than it originally was. No, of was. course not. You don't but, even uh, want to know if you know she remembers the whole. Right, exactly. Happened, like, right? Uh, that's enough. <laughs> and then, the, then fantastic. you're the creepy neighbor that's like, remember when you were in my house? And yeah, <laughs> she doesn't and I had remember. To sort like, of like, yeah, I had to sort of use some strength to push you out of my house. <laughs> yeah, like it funny. was you like to see me half asleep in like i want to say i was wearing pajama pants but assuming just boxers i picture it like with a sleeping cap <laughs> and everything like you like a, a real no no it was Scrooge it was definitely it was definitely less than more <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely less than more um and yeah i i it was such a, like a awkward I'm like okay I, it's not like it's a drunk you know homeless person trying to break in where you can kind of just go all out on the guy um this is this had this needed a certain amount of uh finesse, tact nuance and finesse exactly <laughs> uh chamber so, the nuanced linebacker that's right. <laughs> hashtag the, the nuanced 3 a.m linebacker <laughs> no kidding holy smokes uh, those are some good those are some good stories so um if you uh share your stories with us of people that you know breaking into your house because <laughs> i feel like that's a pretty common i think people a lot of people would have those types of stories well um, especially in the house like in these housing developments that right. y- they look i mean it's hard sometimes i have trouble finding my own house completely <laughs> sober in the light <laughs> in the yeah, daylight yeah, that, that <laughs> can happen there was there was no excuse for ours like we have a we have a second floor and the neighbors they, they don't so it's just, <laughs> did, you look, did you look up dude that's amazing did you, did you see what's up but like i i was gonna ask you like bunch of you is is this the type of thing that that flies in certain parts of uh where you guys are south of us or is there or is there gunplay involved in oh there would probably be i mean if in pennsylvania and new york state where i spend most of my time you know there's uh 
concealed carry laws that allow you to hold have a gun pretty much anywhere. So uh, really? I wouldn't be surprised if you <laughs> saw you have, some gun. You play. have concealed carry in Pennsylvania and in New York. Uh, definitely in New York State, and I would assume so in Pennsylvania wow. as well. Yeah. Huh. That's crazy. Huh. I was at a... One of my a, buddies I know has his license in New York. and uh, Does he just walk around with it all the time? Uh, it, usually when I'm with him, we're going out drinking, which he will not have it because that would be a bad thing to have. But I think most <laughs> of the time he has it with him. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. I, remember, I remember being at a... Um, I was at a pita pit. Not so fast. I'll know what this is. I think pita pit. Yeah, I, you yeah. know what a pita pit at Penn okay. State? Yeah. <laughs> so I was at a pita pit, and in Canada, I, I just you know mind my own business, ordered my pita, and some guy walks in, like in street clothes with like a sidearm, like holster, like full, like it was noticeable, and I want to say there's probably maybe twelve or fifteen people in the restaurant, and like everybody was just staring at him, like. What is this person doing? Uh, so I don't so know if it was a like thing, a, is not a thing. What's yeah, it? Like we it was it weird to see. So I don't know if it was like an off-duty cop or a detective, Interesting. or yeah. an American that's just like, you know, what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing in a pita pit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we should uh, we should probably talk some crypto here. We should. Uh, we should. <laughs> Let's get into it. Sure. They're not so fast. We always uh, really. To toe the line of are we even really a crypto podcast at all <laughs> so I, I think that's probably your your charm and appeal and your panache about our yeah. panache oh i like that i word. like it i'm into that word all right so let's get into uh a little something here so yeah. you know Let's get some not-so-fast takes on the market. So right now, at time of recording, we're sitting here with Bitcoin about $9,475. We saw what could only be described as a face melter this past weekend. Um, We went from, I think, low 7,000s to 10.5, really, in like... Uh, a couple hours maybe um, mm-hmm. if if even that i mean chamber you and i were messaging each other like what is this what is this yeah <laughs> like, what is happening like, right it's now. happening oh my god so we're sitting here right now it came i think the highest we touched was around 10 5 ish and now we're all the way back down all the way back down to 9400 um uh, ethereum at 183 uh, the standard at an even thirty cents. Mm-hmm. Bitcoin Cash at uh, two seventy two. Um, surprisingly, Tether at one dollar. Uh, <laughs> Very little movement. Litecoin at fifty nine bucks. Uh, Binance. Uh, ooh, I haven't looked at this price in a while. Twenty dollars. I think its high was like thirty four or something. Yeah, I thought it got um, it close to forty. Yeah. EOS three thirty six. Bitcoin SV uh, one forty one and Tron at two cents. Rounding out the top ten, so uh, give us a little insight to what you're thinking on the market right now. Um, not so. All right. Well, um, I'm as clueless as any non-trader when um, trying to figure out what all of this stuff might mean. But it seems like this is the point in that whole um, that that whole uh, what's that called uh, chart where it's like uh, this the, li- is the cycle rally. chart the market yeah, cycle yeah. chart market yeah. cycle chart we're in the this is a sucker's rally point right now <laughs> <I think people laughs> disbelief is that what it is yeah this is there's there's kind of some disbelief and I think a lot of the disbelief is happening with like uh, 
probably the altcoiners who just see stuff slide you know maybe stay kind of strong in like usd prices but uh, a lot of stuff still is at or near the bottom potentially finding a new bottom like versus bitcoin so like bitcoin's got the ball it's had it for you know uh since or much earlier in the year when it sort of bottomed out and, yeah we're sitting uh, at a 71.52 percent bitcoin dominance is that what it is for real i was just about to ask 71 percent seventy one and a half. so yeah. that move like uh right before that move it was in the in the 66 67 area so really that move was just all bitcoin and that's that's totally cool like um I, I don't know whether all this stuff is called uh, caused by all the recent China being blockchain friendly stuff. Uh, definitely, we saw those Chinese altcoins pump on Binance, but uh, I don't know how much of that is going to flow out into the marketplace at large, and uh, when if when that'll happen. A lot of people seem pretty hopeful for um, some fun green action in altcoins towards the end of the year, which you know that's that's sort of my main playground and stuff because there is that max volatility and everything there and you know it's hard to mine a lot of bitcoin but it's easy to mine a lot of altcoins and mining is what i've done and what i've sort of taken up again a little bit uh now that the summer's over and it the my rigs don't boil my house so uh <laughs> i was gonna say is it because uh, of that, a, a you know, heat that's, thing? that's what i'm sort of hanging on to well yeah so you also you shut down in the summer because of money heat. hand over fist at the moment um mm. yeah just you know uh the I can I can lose money and make my entire family sweat while I do it, or uh, I can <laughs> just turn them off and remember what air conditioning is from time to time. Right and, uh, now, you can <laughs> just lose money and warm everybody up. So yeah, yeah. At least yeah. there's a silver lining. Yeah, but now they're back on and and chugging away, and um, they're still, you know, kind of barely breaking even for for what's going on. But uh, as miners do, as I did throughout pretty much the entire 2015 i just let it happen and i hang on to it and i hope for uh, a 2017 before i didn't know that that was coming now i know that it's possible now so, you have uh, hope we'll see what happens yeah now so I, sorry not so, i know we we talked about it on the last on the last time you were here when, when did you start mining uh, like like right away like uh m- um aside like from 2001 some, yeah, <laughs> from year zero, me and Chris right. mining. Yeah. Away. <laughs> Let there be miners. Yeah, <laughs> he's been mining since like people were mining for coal. I like all that. Right. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not getting dirty. I'm just getting uh, gonna build a rig and mine. <laughs> what are you doing with this gold stuff? No, but like uh, twenty, uh, like December 2013, I bought a GPU. Oh and shit! Was, yeah, between like the Christmas and New Year's. Um, and was mining Dogecoin. I was a Dogecoin maximalist right. in my earliest days. Yeah, that so that's what I, I was doing. So, Chamber, did you find, uh, did your altcoin BTC value get crushed this weekend or what? Not crushed. Um, I would say... Demolished, <laughs> destroyed, I, whatever, no, I mean, whatever no, no. adjective Light, you want. Lightly spanked, I would oh, say. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll, yeah, not too I'll, bad. I'll agree with that. You know, a little light spanking, a little, little slide back, but... Right, nothing you know, crazy. Nothing so crazy. for the most part, they held. Uh, you would say, yeah, yeah, some better than others. Exactly, some better than others for sure. What 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 did you feel it on the worst chamber? Mm, I'll tell you right now. Hang on a sec. I would say, let's check my week out here. Uh, Ethereum got smashed. Um, Neo did well, but I think that's just because of the China stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. Ma- 
Fucking MFT is always killing me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you can thank Godson for that. <laughs> yeah, fine. Just, you know, hey, that's all right. If it gives me and Godson a relationship, uh, that's worth it. Uh, <laughs> relationship and pain. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's right. Um, but, yeah, like Komodo, I would say, got got licked a little bit and Storm a little bit. But, you know, for the most part. I have a lot of alts. Buddy, I haven't bought. <laughs> I'm. A, I haven't picked up a bag of of much in a while, so it's it's pretty. I, I'm I'm getting into it though. I'm I'm pretty excited. I think this is a good time to get alts because when Bitcoin usually has a face melter, like you said, you know, alts get wrecked. So I mean, you could probably you you could have picked up like they've already a lot of them already rebounded, but like you know you could have picked up some some nice alt bags pretty dirt cheap and and I've already made a profit on them so yeah a few a few people did if you were willing to have like balls of steel and right. buy alts that were dumping as bitcoin was going on that massive friday evening tear then you would have done all right uh after the fact i was sort of trying to set some lower bids like not quite right at the current price but a little bit lower and see what i got fills on and uh I, I got a few fills but very very little so that made me feel good i thought like yeah. okay there, there wasn't much dumping except during the ridiculous price action where people just thought oh my god some bitcoin relief i'm gonna sell my alts for this right now but yeah the the, the hands the the weak hands like there's just barely any hands in the game anymore you know so they're um they're by definition strong they're just like i had don't want to sell i'll just be depressed at these prices so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was gonna say my for so for the week so for the last seven days my portfolio is basically flat so that's no, pretty good that's yeah exactly hmm. not too bad interesting yeah. that's what happens right. when you're fucking 99 percent wrecked on everything uh, <laughs> not too much not, not too much further down to go <laughs> since we started talking bitcoin is down ov- almost a hundred dollars wow amazing <laughs> <laughs> since i gave that price update it is currently down a hundred dollars since when we started <laughs> oh yeah big red line right now big red yep. line right oh my god it's going all right well we'll keep that on the mind as we keep talking that's funny wow we have the uh the power to move markets here on i got excited about alts and everything started dumping see what happens oh my god so we as a great segue to this we have the we have the first ever miner on our podcast so we are going to do a little mining (laughs) segment for anyone interested we are calling it mine your own business mind your business so as we were just talking about we have uh not so fast who started out mining in 2013 as a dogecoin maximalist and that's kind of uh how you've made your your way to i would say crypto fame um and you know we want to give the people some insight into what it is you need to do to be a successful miner and then maybe you know any kind of tips on on what you're looking at mining uh currently so not so fast the floor is yours oh wow thank you okay so to mind your own business right now, I would suggest that um, you maybe don't take the plunge right away and because when I was sort of coming up, there was a lot more room to be able to mine speculatively a brand new altcoin and um, play on a brand new emergent market with it, maybe selling and making a tiny gain in order to you know try the same thing again and the uh, the hope always is that you mine something really early that nobody knows about right away and then later on as it catches on you get to sell it for like really big multiples that uh, are kind of unheard of so that 
worked to uh, some extent for the early times that I was mining. But nowadays, um, I think like ICOs and the ability to create a token and slap a venture on it, whatever it is, um, is much more easy to get people to participate in when they just have to buy. They don't have to like, figure out how to run their own mining rigs or rent other people's mining rigs or anything like that. So it's sort of taken the wind out of the spec mining, uh, the sales of spec mining, which I you know, kind of did for so long. And then it also took the wind out of its own sails by getting too kind of carried away with it in the boom and bust that we're still in, I call it the, a hangover from. So where mining is right now is a whole lot of people got um, a whole lot of machinery to do it kind of in the boom times and then immediately <coughs> it wasn't me. worth running. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to say it. That's me. <laughs> oh, I, f- I feel your pain. And here I am like advising people like, don't get too much, you know, like, uh, and oh, I went in that, so hard. <laughs> yeah. Like pe- a lot of people like, were like, oh, I'm just going to start with this much. I'm like, that's five times as much computing equipment that I've ever had. Like, whoa. Okay. <laughs> if you're sure you want to do this, like go for it. But, uh, I'll tell, I'll tell you how to like get set up, get it set up and, and you know what to look at and where to start and where to learn and a lot of people just you know um by the time they got to unboxing and building computers and sitting in a hot loud room trying to figure out where to point the action that these computers were generating um you know we were we were crashing down and there was just kind of no reprieve from it other than turning them off at the first giant electricity bill you get and saying yep that's pretty much what happened so when it's funny when i started uh Ethereum, I think when we turned them on, we were just mining Ethereum, trying to like get everything started and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Ethereum was at almost exactly a thousand dollars. And wow. yeah, so we <laughs> and so we were and we were doing well for a while, like we were making profit for a couple months, and then obviously everything went kaput. And I think our at the time our break even on ethereum if we were just mining ethereum was around 350 ish so just based on what our electricity was at the time Mm -hmm. so obviously we are we're about halfway to that and even if we turned them on now that would not still be our break even because the the difficulty is increased you know what i mean and our cards Mm -hmm. are older so you know our now break even if we were just mining ethereum is probably closer to 400 450 yeah oh it could be even more than that because there's all this other optimization in the game where like even the the brand newest GPUs that you can mine with, they're only going to last about six months on the new GPU mineable hotness before somebody out there programs their own FPGA unit, which is a field programmable gateway. And this has been happening like since before I was even a miner. But what these people will do is they'll spend some time coding this machinery that it's like a bit more powerful than a GPU, but they'll do it in secret and they'll just hammer a network so hard mining at a cost lower than all the other gpu miners combined Hmm. so they're kind of like cheating on the collusive agreement and it's happened on everything like it's happened on um literally everything literally everything uh probably even bitcoin but that was before my time so i can't say so at the moment can somebody be profitable mining you can um and it's so funny Uh, you guys probably know of crypto chris w um, of course, friend yeah, of yeah. The show. friend of the show, awesome, yeah. awesome, <laughs> yeah. It, 
great guy, great team. And he is like, forget me. He is, and his group is kind of the word on mining right now. They're, yeah, they're awesome. Their collective uh, kind of knows what's going on. He had a tweet recently where he basically said, all right, this is the mining game right now. And it fit in a tweet. That's how kind of, well, it was sad for me, but that's how simple it is now. <laughs> if you have AMD GPUs, these are the six coins that are profitable to mine right now. And none of them were new. None of them had any like speculative edge. And then he's like, if you have NVIDIA GPUs, these are the six coins that are profitable to mine right now. And again, none of them were brand new. None of them had any major edge. And it was just like, oh man, this is um, an industrial game. Like how cheap can I get a warehouse with cheap electricity and fill it up with rigs? And that was yeah. never my thing. Like building out was never my my thing and diddling and fiddling with computers was never my, my you thing. You shouldn't like, diddle a computer. Shouldn't diddle a computer. Like you, you <laughs> It's not good like for you. It's not diddle. good for I feel like you shouldn't diddle much of anything. Yeah. No. Not many things that you, you shouldn't say. even yeah, say it. You like, should that diddle that. I think you can diddle yourself. I think you can diddle <laughs> yeah. yourself and that's it. Even so, like that word sounds <laughs> awful. Like, it sounds you, there's wrong. A lot I should have just things. said fiddle. Like I said it right next. Like go A lot of other verbs you could do to yourself and that diddle still sounds I'm taking it back. We're going to erase that part, right? Nope. No way. No, this is staying in. We got some quality diddle material in here. <laughs> That's what this show is all about, not so uh, fast. <laughs> find those little gems. Oh, yeah. Just wrecked live. It's good. It's good wrecked live. Uh, by the way, $200 down since we started talking about the market. $92.69 is the current price of Bitcoin. Yeah, um, yeah so uh, anyway, we shout out uh Crypto or Crypto Chris W, um, friend ha of the show. Hash rate is what you're talking about, right? Yeah, hash yeah, rate. Hash that's rate. their show. That's I think they're creating their own. I think it's a whole thing, operating right? software and everything yeah. for uh, for mining and stuff. So they've yeah, got a lot yeah. Of cool stuff. I'm actually on, so. lagging behind in in um, testing it. I just got uh, a whole bunch of other stuff on the go, and um, the one rig that I want to test it on, the one rig that's uh, young enough that will it will still run properly and not embarrassingly uh, has a few problems that I gotta take a moment to fix before I run it. But it's one of these things where it makes the actual physical mining easier and it has a little self-improving AI type thing um, that helps tune it so that all the uh, boring ass sitting in a hot loud room tweaking your computer for a little bit more performance, it does this on its own, which is kind of cool. So um, it's, uh, it's a type of thing that will make mining when the markets sort of uh, give us a little more positive play uh, it will make mining for the hobbyist, the new hobbyist, much easier. And so you would be able to turn on your rigs and you wouldn't even know that uh, you weren't mining Ethereum. You might just be getting paid out in Ethereum, but mining the most uh, efficient algo for the re the GPUs that you got in the system. So, uh, cool. yeah, once things turn around a little bit, um, definitely worth doing some hobby mining just don't overextend and the other you know small easy soundbite because people want to fomo into everything right don't do cloud mining just don't mm -hmm. there's a chance that it's actual rigs mining but you don't know if you're cloud mining whether it's just a ponzi and you're getting paid out of new people so right. you don't right. know so if, if you're going to be in a ponzi just be in early is what we're saying yeah if you're going to be in a ponzi <laughs> start the cloud mining company yeah. for yourself exactly yes <laughs> get out get out ahead of it is what run it your way. own cloud it'd be your own <laughs> cloud mining company that's, that's exactly what you should do if you're going to be getting into cloud mining get in it from the scammers perspective that's right now are there a lot of people selling their rigs right now not so like is that a thing like i know obviously 
you know, a lot of people are buying them. I know. I'm accepting all offers. Yeah. <laughs> are you, do you yeah. still have every single one you have, Bunch? Yeah, we haven't sold any yet. We nice. just haven't had them on for Fair a, enough. a long time. At least you didn't sell the bottom. Yeah. yeah, you can. Depending on what the top, they are, that's for sure. Ouch, ouch, ouch. <laughs> yeah, you can sell them. And there's a there's a pretty like hefty market of um, properly capitalized people buying distressed rigs all over the place. There's people that make that their edge. They just go around. Hey, I did it with Dogecoin um, when uh, you know in the summer of 2014 when people were getting rid of these rigs because like uh, GPUs mining script which is the Dogecoin and Litecoin algo that's been long asic But like it is the hottest and loudest that your GPUs will ever get. It wasn't meant to be done on GPUs. Like it really shouldn't. It, it melts stuff. And um, these people were like not making any money anymore. And uh, they were just o- only too happy to get rid of a rig they built. And I was like, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, so yeah. people are doing that now. People are doing that now. Interesting. Yeah, so um, what... So how about a couple of coins out there that are, you know, worth your time looking at from a mining perspective that you're interested in now? Um, so I'm always interested in mining stuff that I support with my old ASICs. Um, so I have one unit that was uh, a really early 7 GPU unit, and it's not making barely any money like it's it's losing basically 90 percent. but i keep that running just because it's it's made its worth um in multiples and so i keep it hashing just so that it can you know live its life out in the green pasture of mining <laughs> zcash at <laughs> <laughs> a massive loss like it will it will net me maybe half a zcash this year wow and it's chugging <laughs> It is sucking down the energy, but I just can't. I just can't turn it off. It's done, it's it's done me proud. So wow, uh, <laughs> yeah. And people tr- still mine Zcash, but uh, <laughs> jeez, that's tough. Yeah, yeah. And Zcash actually during that Bitcoin pump hit its all time low versus BTC. It was just uh, I w- I saw that, and I you know it, Zcash has almost become a meme at this point because. It, because it never does anything but go down it seems but uh <laughs> yeah it's pretty interesting <laughs> so I, I have a i have a question for you not so um i'm heavily weighted in monero uh <laughs> and the, the, i i asked this question uh because i've overheard that there there's some some new updates coming out where they're going to be I want to say I'm probably not using the terminology properly, but I want to say ASIC resistant. Does that does that sound right? Have you heard? Yeah, this? yeah. Their whole thing is they want to build in a protocol to change their proof of work algorithm pretty regularly, so mm-hmm. that if you start developing an ASIC chip for it, um, they'll just like switch away from what you developed in a way that you can't easily, you know, just keep one little module inside of right. ASIC swappable out. And um, I haven't really dug into the minutiae of how that is actually going to work. And okay. if that's their goal, I think, you know, um, I wish them success. But the way that the incentives for all these, all this blockchain mining works is if you can, if it's saturated enough, like it is now, mm-hmm. um, you're only your only edge is efficiency, right? So right. You're, even if you're going, you're trying to stay a step ahead of people, like there's 
everybody constantly trying to beat everyone else with private optimizations and they're getting good at it and they're not sharing and they're getting quicker at like in iterating it and so there's not there's not a ton that you can do but i, I applaud the monero vision of trying to stay asic resistant i think it's pretty cool i think like they take the one cpu one kind of vote to heart and uh it's worth supporting, and uh, the the best thing to do with your Monero, of course, because it's private, is uh, go out on a boat and lose them. <laughs> <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't see the air quotes there, but <laughs> I did. Lose I, them. I'm on the boat right now. Yeah, you're uh, on the boat. I hear the and motor. Now hear and they're gone. Oh, okay, and they're gone. There you go. <laughs> oh, you shouldn't take me seriously about that. Don't lose your Monero. But yeah, that's uh, it's a private cryptocurrency. So like. Um, y- y- yeah, it, I, 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 I don't want to like uh, say anything that's like really you know against the law or anything like that. But this is sort of the early super libertarian bent of cryptocurrency is like yeah we're we're creating this because we want to make our own laws that are present yeah, in the well, software. It's interesting because you know uh, in I would say in two thousand in two thousand seventeen, you know the hype of privacy coins was. Uh, you know i would say all-time high and everything was a privacy aspect and it was you know you there were people making cases for it being like a you know a huge part of the market cap of crypto and you know what we've seen in the last two years with all the regulation obviously especially in the united states but just all over you know you almost don't see the same type of future for those kind of coins as you you know people may have once thought obviously they'll have their place but it almost seems more of a niche at this point um you know so yeah i i, I don't know we'll see <laughs> i'm hoping it grows out to more than than a relegation to a niche i mean i I like the idea of of that being an option, especially when you know you've got sophisticated companies just undoing all the um, the highfalutin mixing that you can do with Bitcoin. Like they're gonna right. win. They're you know the the it's it's another like um, race, and sometimes the people chasing you catch up, and sometimes you get a little bit ahead. But it's a constant grind, and it's a constant race to keep a completely public and open traceable system private. Like you just. It's it's a losing game long term. So it's nice to have other options, and I'm sure as like the general narrative starts to um, value freedom a little more than it does right now, um, maybe we'll see some comebacks for that kind of stuff. Maybe it'll only in, be in like geographic or political pockets where that matters a lot more. Um, who knows, right? But um, I've got some a, a, a bunch of anon coin bags, you know, all the way up the 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 gamut and i got some that died because they just didn't survive but um it i think you know it's uh it's the type of thing that freedom is the type of freedom to transact privately like that is the type of thing that you can never really get rid of like uh you know you see like sweden that's gone completely cashless i don't think that's going to be the entire globe i think somewhere people are always going to want to transact privately. Maybe it's just for illicit activities. I can condone anything illicit that doesn't harm anybody, but puts the the spender or payer at risk and everything else. You should be just following the laws of your jurisdiction anyway. Right. So, uh, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a place for that stuff. There's a place for it and there's a non-zero value for it. 
Very interesting. Chamber, what are your thoughts on that? I like to break the law. Um, <laughs> so the more laws that are out there, uh, the more I can break. So, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm Wait, so you're way. pro-law so you can break law? Exactly. <laughs> Do you have I your own like... lawyer, like, keeping track of the new laws so that you can go <laughs> yeah. break the fresh I have ones? One, uh, I have a lawyer on retainer. Just Solid. Uh, yeah <laughs> you is that kind of like you so you want more law so you can break law yeah is that kind of like uh you got to get up to get down the famous cool you gotta get that that is correct you gotta get up to get down that's correct uh, uh, but no it's funny because uh we were talking before the show like I, i'm i'm heading off into the u.s this weekend um and there's so many laws i want to break like the fact like we've had legal cannabis here in canada for maybe about a year and I mean, it's asinine that not a hundred percent of countries haven't legalized it now. I'm like, I'm, gonna, I'm like, what? Wait, I, I gotta. I'm like, oh yeah, my you're God. gonna, that, you're gonna get arrested as I'm hell. I'm definitely gonna <laughs> break some laws. <laughs> Let uh, you know right now, Tennessee. I hope you don't have the death penalty. <laughs> uh, they may have concealed. I, I would guess they have concealed carry in Tennessee. Is, is so that the careful. South? Is Tennessee the oh, South? Oh yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, the Tennessee south. would be the South Woo-wee! for sure. Okay, that's yes. about that. Get some of that natural hot chicken up in me. Never know what's gonna happen. Yeah, that's what you need. Exactly. <laughs> I gave you. I gave you some. Uh, I gave you some recommendations on Absolutely. where to go to hang out because yeah. I love Nashville. Um, but uh, when you come back, we get to play uh, one of my favorite segments is chamber goes to america that's right so we are going to do that i'm gonna be there for four days so it's gonna be we'll have some we'll have some stuff i'm gonna tweet out um we're gonna i'm gonna tweet out like that you're going when are you going uh i'll be there sunday okay so i'm gonna tweet this out and we're gonna get like a list of things american things that you need to find while you're there that sounds like a, like a scavenger like a scavenger hunt i have some time too so yes yeah, so we can definitely do that all right we're gonna do the we're gonna do the chamber goes to america <laughs> scavenger hunt nashville i'm so edition. curious can you just name one thing that's gonna be on the scavenger hunt for like oh, uh, well let's see I, I i would think like i'll probably throw something on there like a beer that maybe he can only find in in that area or something uh, um, you Can know, you put like, Chick-fil-A on it? Because that'd be terrific. I've never been to one. and I I'm not sure if not. there's a Chick-fil-A in Nashville. Are you kidding me? Well, I guess they have the good Because they've there. got their own really good chicken there. Yeah. However, what is on it that I will put on there, uh, I'm not sure if you have these, uh, a White Castle? I do not have a White Castle. Yes, there is White Castle in Woo! Nashville. I've been to it at 3 in the morning, so Ooh. that will be on your schedule. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Ooh. What okay. are those big boxes called? A crave case. I've I've attempted multiple times to eat an entire one. I think I got as far as 22. 22 sliders in a crave case. Wow. There's 30 total in it, but I got to like 22 back in my playing days. That's a box of Timbits (laughs) with meat in the middle. That's that's our equivalent. (laughs) Uh, I'm so excited for Chamber Goes to America. Uh, So uh, we will tweet that out. If you have any requests for the scavenger hunt, please uh, DM me or respond to that tweet. All right. So, I, look, that's enough crypto for today. <laughs> we're done think, with it. Right? We're done with it. We're going to what we're we've been trying to do lately is get our guests to give us a topic that they feel confident or or 
interested in and put them head to head against one of us in some type of quiz. So we reached out to Not So Fast prior to this and asked him, hey, what are your interests aside from crypto that you think you'd be good at trivia in? Uh, he, he didn't have much, but... I'm not good but, at anything but crypto, so... <laughs> but, we, uh, but we got out of him, and this is what we're doing today. So uh, <laughs> we are doing a Canadian music of the 80s quiz. Wrecked. Wrecked. And we are pitting. We are pitting Chamber versus Not So Fast as they are both uh, Canadian, and we're going through here. So I'm going to ask. Um, I'm going to ask the question. We'll rotate, and then you want to do the chance to steal, Chamber? Oh, yeah. I got to do chance to okay, steal. Okay, so whoever's turn it is will have an answer and a chance to steal. Got if it. the other person will have a chance to steal if they'll get it wrong. I will do 10 questions. Uh, this is a 15-question quiz, but I'm going to just do 10 questions for the sake of all of our listeners. <laughs> yeah, let's do, let's do 10. Let's maybe even say five might be good, depending on how much fun we can make of the music or where it goes but <laughs> i just you know I, if it, 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 there should be a mercy rule at six if, yeah, if yeah not that, so well yeah if, if if it's game over already then yeah. it's game over yeah. so or, if, you need, or if neither of us can get them because like i didn't play oh anything. i'm getting some i'm getting somebody <laughs> all right all right all right let's see what we got here so i will start with not so fast uh absolutely the, you know the guest gets the first question here so okay uh here is your question this band's most popular song was innocence but they also had a few other hits in Canada, such as I Did It For Love and Sweet Things In Life. What is their name? Is it A, Harlequin, B, The Poyolas, C, Triumph, or D, Loverboy? Oh, man. Uh, I'm stabbing in the dark at this, but I'm going to say it's Triumph. Chamber? A chance to steal. It's that lo- is incorrect. It's Loverboy. Right. Also incorrect. Oh, no. It wasn't Loverboy. Oh. It was Harlequin? It is Harlequin, oh. yes, is the correct answer. Ah, oh, damn. Uh, <laughs> so nobody got the I first thought for one. sure it was Loverboy. I'm See, like, oh. if there are 10 like this, this is just. No, that's okay. That's all right. Shambles. That's... Yeah, that's By fun. the way, fun. just get it out of the way. That was a, that was a, a practice one. That was a practice By one. By the way, uh, only 60% of people who have taken the quiz answered that correctly. Okay, good to know. Not all many right. Harlequin fans. Yeah, Chamber, here is your question. Uh, which rock band formed in Calgary, Alberta, had hits with Turn Me Loose and The Kid Is Hot Tonight? Oh, is it Men Without Hats, Doug and the Slugs, Rough Trade, or Loverboy? Fudge. I said Loverboy last. I'm going Loverboy again. I'm, I feel pretty confident about this. You're one. right. <laughs> That is correct, oh, Chamber. With you're right, <laughs> Chamber you're right. on the board with Loverboy. 81% of players got that correct, so you must have, I was very uh, nervous. Uh, you must, uh, Loverboy must be pretty popular. Oh, big, huh? have you never heard of Loverboy? I've heard of them, I can't We're, put a finger No, on. that's fair, and I mean, even I think most Canadians would feel the same way. Like, Once I've this is done, them. though, go listen to The Kid Is Hot Tonight and tell oh. me if you're not fired up. Chamber, put a kid is hot tonight drop in here. It's already done. It's already done. Fire! 
Um, the all right. Question number three. Back to not so fast. What is the name of the singer, songwriter, or musician who had a hit song with five long years? Is it Colin James, Corey Hart, Jeff Healy, or Brian Adams? Oh shit! I should know this. But five I, long years. Uh, no clue. Um, I'm trying to get the tune in my head. It must be Colin James because I don't think the other ones got it. That is correct. Yeah. Colin yeah. James. Blues are, legend, Colin James. We are tied here. Uh, also a frequent guest on the Colgate Comedy Hour. That's right. <laughs> uh, the, all right. Question number four. We are going back to chamber here. What controversial new wave band had their biggest hit with High School Confidential? The Poyolas, Rough Trade, Glass Tiger, or The Headpins? Oh, shit. I know the song, and it is controversial. They talk about ejaculating in the pants at some point in the song. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is, I know the song. Can I get the names of the bands again? Yes. The Poyolas. Yeah. Rough Trade, Glass Tiger, or The Headpins? It's definitely not Glass Tiger. They're way too clean. Yeah. Definitely not on brand. I want to say... Shit. I want to say Rough Trade. Final answer? Yes. That is correct. Nice. Nice one. Rough Trade is the correct answer. Question five. Chambers got a two to one lead. This Canadian rock band from Niagara Falls, Ontario, took their name from their hometown, and one of their hits was Burning in Love. Who are they? Glass Tiger? Honeymoon Suite? The Parachute Club or Triumph? That's Honeymoon Suite. That is correct. So nice. we are tied Woo. two to two. That's a <laughs> name of a town? No, but uh, Niagara Falls has a lot of really crappy honeymoon suites. Yeah. Uh, People go there and get I married. I see. I see. I'm going to have to try one of those out mm-hmm. next time I'm in Heart-shaped bed, heart-shaped yeah. tub. Yeah. I'm really into heart-shaped uh, things, so I'm, I'm into <laughs> it. I'm going to go. Uh, question number six, <laughs> back to chamber. Um, we have which band's debut album, Thin Red Line, produced the hit song, Don't Forget Me When I'm Gone. Is it Harlequin, Men Without Hats, Loverboy, or Glass Tiger? Oh, well, you guys have four bands. Yeah, this the same options every fucking time. <laughs> this one's Glass Tiger. This They're one's really retreading the, uh, yeah. Uh, 100% Glass Tiger. That's a great song. That is correct. So yeah. we have, wow, you guys are doing pretty good. So it's three to two chamber. Again, on there's only seven, seven bands. Total. I, I know. You guys, there's only seven. Seven bands in this quiz. This is like this <laughs> is ridiculous. Seven Canadian bands. Like, <laughs> have we even said Corey Hart yet? I don't. He said Corey Hart. Yeah. Oh, did Corey he? Okay, Hart good. Possible answer. He was a option in the okay. Colin James question. All right. So it is three to two chamber on question seven. Which Canadian singer wrote the? Oh, this is too easy. I know this one. Which Canadian singer wrote the hit song "Sunglasses at Night" in <laughs> 1983 while working in England? Is it Corey Hart? Colin James, Jeff Healy, or Lawrence Gowan? It's uh, and it's just Hart. Gowan. We don't have to say Lawrence Gowan. It's Gowan. Yeah. It's, oh, well, God, he's, I apologize. He <laughs> in the I 80s, apologize. it was definitely just straight up Gowan. Yeah. But yeah, Corey, Corey Hart wrote it. 
Uh, Corey Hart is correct. I even knew that one, and I almost gave it away in the first time he was mentioned because that's the only song I know of <laughs> any of these. Um, all right, question number eight. We are tied three to three. So, so uh, what if we get a tiebreaker? Like, uh, well, what, we, what is we got five more questions after. Do we, get, I think. Do we got to sing a song though, like to. Sing, sing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like it. Karaoke, one of the answers. <laughs> All right. So question number eight for Chamber. What is the name of the blind Canadian jazz blues artist? Jeff Healy. Oh, my. Mr. Wow. Jeff Healy. Try. Come on. Wow. That is correct. Long Jeff may his Healy. music reign. Yeah. Wow. Rest in peace, Jeff Healy. What a guy. Roadhouse. Oh. Wow. Interesting. Roadhouse. The rest of that question. Uh, Swayze and Roadhouse. But sadly died after or sadly died of cancer in 2008. So yeah. you are correct. R.I.P. Okay. National treasure. <laughs> Number nine. Uh, not so. If you get this wrong, Chamber wins uh-huh. because he is up. He is up four to three, and his question is the last one here. So yeah, yeah. if you get it wrong, he wins. If he if you get it right, he'll have a chance with question 10 to end the game. All right. Which Canadian female singer had a huge hit with Black Velvet? Is it? Alanis Miles. Oh! <laughs> Didn't even need <laughs> Didn't even need it. So I think that's right. one of the best songs by a female vocalist in the Ooh, 80s. It is just, agreed. It is just awesome. That <laughs> is correct. Uh, we got Chamber, a couple Canadian boys on this one. <laughs> yeah, you sure do. Uh, I am just like, I just feel like I'm full of Timbits and love right now. <laughs> that's all you need, man. That's all you that's need. All you need. <laughs> Hashtag Timbits and love would be the name of my Canadian hit single. <laughs> I think that the, would fly actually in modern times. Now, here we go. This this is Chambers' question, and he if he gets it, he wins. And I'll just give this away early. Only 55% of players have answered this correctly. But not so. If I get it wrong, not so gets a chance to steal and win out. And and win it, right. Correct. Because we are tied 4-4 going into the final question. Which Canadian band had their first hit in 1980 with Too Bad from the album Cognac and Baloney? The answers are... Are the options are Platinum Blonde, Glass Tiger, The Parachute Club, or Doug and the Slugs? Can I have the name of the album again? Uh, Cognac and Baloney. I assume it's Baloney, or unless you guys pronounce it Bologna. No, no, no. <laughs> B-O-L-O-G-N-A, yeah, yeah. just like Baloney. Just like the way it sounds. Just like Oscar yeah. Mayer, <laughs> yeah. And can I, sorry, can I have the bands one more time? Uh, do you want me to country of origin, Canada? Yeah. Can you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I use it in a sentence? Uh, this band had their Canadian hit in 1980 with "Too Bad" from the album Cognac and Baloney. Uh, Platinum Tiger, or no, sorry, Platinum, Platinum Blonde, Blonde, Glass Tiger, Parachute Club, or Doug and the Slugs. I'm gonna go with Platinum Blonde. That is incorrect. Damn it. Chance to steal four not so fast and end the game. Your last options here, Glass Tiger, Parachute Club, Doug, and the Slugs. I think you'll find that it was Doug and the Slugs. I think you'll find that is correct, and you have just won the game. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, what drama. Wow, who'd have thought? 
That was, and that was perfectly at 10 questions. Only one of them, or I guess two of them were answered wrong. One of them got the steal. You guys did pretty damn good. I'm bad. We, can, we, we can, had a we limited can, set, though, to choose from in there. Like, uh, I'm trying hey, to man. think what was missed. <laughs> I feel like there's, I think there was more bands in the 70s. Uh, uh, other bands listed in the next couple questions that weren't on the, uh, something called Sheriff, Red Rider. Red Rider. Um, Tom Cochran. Yeah. That's Tom, Tom Cochran. Cochran. Yeah, yeah, Jim Tom Cuddy, Cochran. Tom Cochran. See, Jim Cuddy uh, in like Blue Sweeney Rodeo. Like, that's a big one. What And, and where's, where's like the Tragically Hip? They were around in the 80s. What's yeah, going I get, on? Uh, like, I feel Sweeney like... Todd, Rush, April Wine, yeah. Randy Bachman, Rod Stewart, Oof. Brian White. Those were all one options listed in the next five questions that we didn't cover. So, so we were just a bunch of white rockers. That's it. Movies. That's all we did. <laughs> that's all we did. Well, we like, had we we had black velvet in there. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. True. Atlanta Miles, Sizzling. respect. Atlanta. Atlanta, and a blind guy, Sizzling, <laughs> <laughs> and a blind uh, jazz artist. That's. <laughs> All right, that's going to wrap it up for us. Let's land this bird. Uh, one uh, w- before we get going, um, we were talking a little bit at the top of the show about Coin HQ. Um, not so fast. You will be having a show on the network, correct? Correct. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure of uh, exactly what's going to go on in what it is, but uh, it's a, just a weekly show because I'm not much of a um, a regular content dude yet, but I hope to earn my way into it. And it's going to be called NSFW for Not So Fast Weekly. So that's amazing name, actually. Uh, and and <laughs> you guys are you it. guys are on it too, right? So I I have to make it like a little more. Um, I don't know. Either like I, I want to balance like the highbrow with ultimate ultimate lowbrow. You know, kind of like like how you guys do. That's but basically <laughs> what we do here, yeah. minus the highbrow. Yeah, but yeah, if you, if you <laughs> take out the highbrow. <laughs> If you, if you take the highbrow, I mean, I think we're mostly brow. Yeah, <laughs> brow and lower brow. Yeah, brow uh, to lower brow. Yeah. The, <laughs> the one idea I've had is like I want to I want to um, just review a, a random coin that I'm mining or that I looked at and use that uh, Adam Sandler uh, sample. Here's a nice piece of shit. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's my only idea so far. So that's a good idea. Sometimes you only need only one good one. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of Adam Sandler that we could use. That's hilarious. All right. Well, everybody, again, we've been talking about it. Coin HQ. Go check us out on Twitter at Coin HQ underscore. Is that correct, Chamber? That sounds right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the website is almost done. We'll be cranking this thing out, ready to launch in the next couple weeks to a month or so. And it's going to be exciting. So check us out. We're going to, we'll be starting to, you know, uh, get the word out even more. But you can find people like Not So Fast on the Coin HQ network coming soon uh anything else you're working on or want to talk about before we get out of here um yeah not not really uh just i switch my rigs back on that's that's my celebratory that's big news that is big news i feel like people will take that as like you know a good sign in the crypto community that you've switched your rig back on yeah hopefully that's like uh bottom signal bottom yeah, signal for everyone right hashtag <laughs> as as ledger status says hashtag bottom things yeah yeah. So, uh, Chamber, anything else before we get out of here? No, I'm good, man. That was a fun episode. I just yeah, was yeah. lots of fun. Always Thanks, fun gentlemen. when uh, when Not So Fast comes on. We will have you on again sometime soon. Hopefully not uh, this long of a break in between. Hey, Buncho, imagine doing sh- a good time. 
imagine doing shows when the market is like crushing. Like, yeah, what, I've never. That, I've, we've never done that. What's that going to be like? What's that going to be? I don't I, know. It's going to be crazy. I don't I don't know. Know. Uh, I feel like there's going to be a whole new level of mailing it in that we haven't reached yet. <laughs> uh, but wow. anyway. Go look at some old shitcoin talks for that time, like some 2017 <laughs> shitcoin talks. You'll yeah, see what that's, that's like. True. Oh, it's a little nutty for sure. That's awesome. But anyway, for myself and Chamber, and thank you again to Not So Fast. Thank you, guys. Until next time, don't get wrecked. And that is financial advice.